What is up, guys? Welcome back to your weekly slice of ham. You know what it is. It's Hammy here. How are we doing today? So, on today's agenda, it is one thing and one thing only. So, in the last episode, I had talked about uh, my fear of birds and all that stuff. And I had mentioned in a couple of stories about this one place that I worked over the summer. Um, and I decided, while it's fresh on my mind, uh, we're just going to... We're going to give you a whole rundown about that that whole place because I said it was pretty interesting um, and it for sure was plenty of things happened it was it was it was one of the more interesting summer jobs I've had so strap in and let's go skibbity boop bop bibbity boop bop beep doo skibbity deep deep da weekly slice of ham here we go all right so uh, a bit of a quicker intro music today because I just want to get right into it um, so, basically, alright, uh, where should I start? So, I got this job at this, it was basically like a animal sanctuary, almost, but kind of like a farm at the same time. Um, so I got this job through this summer program, which is great. I, I kind of hope they're still doing it. It's called the Coastville Youth Initiative. It kind of helps, like, kids around my, uh, area where I grew up, they, they give us summer jobs. It's like a, I don't want to call it an agency. It's like, it's just a program where they, they help kids get summer jobs and they send you out to different areas. You, you work at one place the entire summer, but they send, you know, different groups of kids to these different places that, you know, have, um, joined into, you know, helping out this program. And they, they taught you a lot. They taught you kind of how to, you know, every Friday we were back, um, together in a big group and, you know, learned how to build a resume, what our goals were for the future, you know, stuff like that, stuff that, you know, school should honestly be teaching you. And it was, it was really a great program. Um, so this, I guess it was my first year I did this. Um, I can't even remember what the place was called, but so like I said, it was kind of like an animal sanctuary almost. Um, it was out in a place called Kennett PA, um, kind of close to Delaware borderish, uh, and they just had all these rescue animals, basically, but it wasn't like a shelter. They had horses, ponies, they had a miniature horse. There was, um, like I said, the Taz, the emu, turkeys, chickens, rabbits, uh, pigs, cows, um, a whole bunch of different animals. And it was really cool. And as someone who really loved animals growing up, it was great for me. It was so awesome. I worked outside like I like to do. I was active. Um, but, uh, the, the interesting thing about it were the people who ran it. So the guy who really ran it, he was, he was a vegan, which, you know, whatever, do your thing. But that wasn't like the weird thing about him. He was just overall very odd. They, you know, kind of avoided some certain subjects. They, I mean, most, most of it was just focusing on making sure that the animals are okay and taking care of them. But like, it just, you, you ever get a weird aura about someone when you, you meet them, you're like, something's off about this person. I don't know what it is. They're giving me, you know, giving me good vibes or being nice and everything like that, but they're just odd. So he was just, I mean, he had, on top of all these animals and running this, he also 
had nine different dogs. One dog had like a missing leg. There was one that had like the wheels where it walks around. The one that was the border collie that chased Taz down and scared the living hell out of me. Um, was the only one that could really like get around okay. Um, so anyway, there was a another lady who I don't I don't even know why we did anything with her. We just we it was basically like art class in the middle of a, the work day. She didn't really do anything with the animals. She didn't really like being around the animals that much. Really, we just went inside for a little bit. We ate lunch with her, and then we did like stupid art projects and. It, you know, see, this is where I'm going to be hypocritical. I'm not, I'm not very artistic that much, so I hated it. And I was like, can I just go back out and play with the animals? Anytime I could avoid it, I did. And there was one guy that, like, also worked there. He was cool. He was going to college. He was normal. Um, but sometimes he'd, like, make sure I was doing that instead of, you know, arts and crafts bullshit. Um, so I'm trying to think what story I should start with. So... Well, all right, so I'll, I'll reiterate the whole story about the turkey. Well, I'll go into a little bit more depth about that, where, you know, I'm, I'm terrified of turkeys, and I was just frozen to death to have to go near it. They insisted that he was nice, but then they were also like, yeah, he, he just doesn't like males. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm a male. You know, I, I can't wait to be around him. And, uh, and he died like a week. It was a week after I'd been there. We came back from the weekend and they were like, oh, Tiddly Winks the turkey or whatever the hell his name was is gone. He, and we were like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, well, uh, he must have flown off or something, you know. So, you know, we, we don't really restrict him in any way. And, you know, I, I know turkeys can like fly, but that, this turkey was not flying. He, he was able to get up on top of the, the cage that all the chickens and stuff were in. And the one normal kid that worked there, he leaned over to me eventually and was like, yeah, the turkey's dead. Like, Fox has got it or something. And the guy heard him, and he was like, no, no, nothing happened to Tiddlywinks. Uh, he, he just, he flew off. And we're like, all right, whatever. So then later that day, I'm walking around in that big, like, middle area that it was um, that I explained last episode. And I'm in the middle of the field, and... You know, there's Dickhead's whole body. The, the turkey is just ripped to shreds. I mean, a fox got it. If it wasn't a fox, it was something else. Maybe the dog. I don't know what. But the turkey was no more. He was no longer with, uh, with us. And I couldn't have been happier. I That was one less thing to torture me while I was there. And all the different things that I had fun doing. Um, so that, that was the, the first weird, like... You know, kind of set your alarms off. Like, something's, something's a little weird here. Other than the lady. The lady who did the arts and crafts was just an oddball in itself. She was she's from Ireland. So, she had a cool, like, accent. But, um, actually, her sons were in this program. And they worked somewhere else. I forgot about that. They were really cool and normal. She was um, a work of art. Like, and not in a good way. Just interesting. You, you couldn't. Um, and it, it also the, the group. So uh, before I go further, the group that you know, uh, I was with. It was me. Um, it was this 
other girl who was like who rode horses and she had been around horses so she kind of knew what she was doing um there was this other kid who was he he was deaf but he had the um i don't know what they're called i, I learned a lot about a lot from him about like the whole thing um but he he liked to call himself white chocolate he he would rap for us and he was an interesting character he'd get pretty heated sometimes uh so that and alone and then there was one other girl who she just wasn't too in the into the whole animal thing whatsoever i she just you know got the short end of the stick and ended up here um so yeah it was a little ragtag group of us together working there um we came fairly close that summer you know uh, we were the last stop on the way there a bus would drive us out and drop us off and we were the last stop and we were also the first stop on the way back. So we did spend a lot of time together and, you know, bonding in these unique situations. Um, so then the next thing that, you know, kind of put up some alarms was in this barn, the, the barn where the ducks, the geese, and Taz would stay in. Um, I had to go in there and... <clears throat> I forget what I had to do in there. Oh, the they don't like the geese eggs. They don't like reproduce. Those geese don't reproduce. They were just, so uh, you'd go in there and you can get the eggs out <clears throat> and they would feed it to the pigs that they have. And I'll get to the pigs later. Um, so I'm in there and I'm getting the, going in there to see if there's any eggs that we can feed the pigs because they loved it. It was like a, like a dog treat almost. Um, and I'm looking around in this barn and I look in the back like area kind of it's like kind of not walled off but you can't really see and it is an entire emu skeleton no lie it is an entire just completely nothing on it just a skeleton of an emu i i was like what what is what's going on here and i went up to the one guy who i i hung out with a lot while i was there that actually worked there uh, and I was like, dude, like, you do know, do, do you know there's like a whole emu skeleton in there? Like, what, what is going on in this place? And he's like, yeah, so, um, th there was another emu, uh, you know, it was Taz's friend. Uh, I forget the other emu's name. And he's like, yeah, you remember how they were kind of in denial about the turkey? Kind of the same situation there. And I'm like, what? What? What is going on here? There's just that they and they just left it. Like they just left Tailywink the turkey's body or carcass in the middle of the thing. They just left this emu body in the thing to the point where it just rotted away to just bone. It had to have been in there. For that to have happened, that had to have been in there for at least a year, probably more, the way it was just like well, just just bone, nothing else. The, all skeleton. Like you, like you see the little, you know, little skeletons they have in uh, science class that you see. It, it was that, but an emu just laying out there. So I'm like, what? What have we gotten ourselves into here? This is this is odd. But you know, I, I was working with a bunch of animals that you know I thought it was. It was fun, so I was like, whatever, we'll just, you know, these are just interesting people. They're just gonna, like, uh, poor Taz. 
Tez just had to look at his buddy in the corner all the time. Like, I'm sad thinking about it. This poor guy. He was so, he was so nice. It's probably why he was so nice and docile. He was probably depressed as hell that these people just made him look at his dead friend in the corner this whole time. Talk about, like, you're not saving these animals that much if you're just doing that. So, <clears throat> that was a whole thing. Um, and as I talked about, there was, uh, oh, there was no real plumbing at this place, too. So the only place you could go to the bathroom was a porta potty. Uh, the girls were not too fond of that. I, you know, didn't care, but, uh, you know, interesting. Um, so, let's think of what, what, what's the next part of this that I can tell. Um, they had a lot of weird statues there, too, like, that just hung out. Um, they were just around and odd statues. I don't know. I, anyway, um... They, so I'll talk about some of the animals that I liked while I'm, I'm here. The, obviously, the chickens were a no-go for me. Couldn't, don't want them, don't want to be around them. The, the demon chicken, that would attack you as soon as you turn around. Nope, I'm good. Um, so they had, I think it's just two horses. Um... It was, it was Dante and Lorelai were the two horses. Uh, Lorelai was Dante's mom, and they were in their own big exhibit, their self exhibit. It's not a zoo. They were in this big field all by themselves, and there was a donkey, too. I forget his name, but he was pretty cool. I liked him. Um, I want to say his name was like DiVincenzo or something like that. I don't know. No, I'm thinking of Dante DiVincenzo, the, 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 the Villanova player. <laughs> But anyway, he was pretty cool. He, uh, he he was a little mouthy, you know, freaking doing his hee-haws and all that in the back. He, he wouldn't... Sometimes he'd let you get get to you and, uh, you know, pet him and all that. Um, and then they had a bunch of goats. I think goats are cool. Anyone who doesn't think goats are pretty cool, uh, you, you suck. I, I personally... Now... My fiance would never let this happen, but if I have a yard, I'd rather just get a bunch of goats. Those things, they eat anything. I had one time when I was in Disney World at the petting zoo, one of them just ate a whole map out of my back pocket. Like it was nothing. I, I didn't even realize it was gone until I turned around and I saw the last bit of it going down its mouth. Just chomped it right up. So, you know, they'll, they'll keep your grass nice and good. They'll, you know, walk on it, fertilize it, all that stuff. It, Great! You don't need to buy a thousand dollar tractor. Just buy a couple goats. Um, so yeah, these things that they would move the uh, fields they were in to like for the goats basically to kind of level things out. Um, there was sheep too. Um, there was cows. Oh, the cows were in with the horses. Now, for anyone who hasn't been close to a cow or a horse. Now, most people kind of understand horses are pretty big, uh, but cows, at least these cows, were taller than me. It was unbelievable. I didn't realize, like, I, I had seen cows at, like, uh, we went to this one ice cream place growing up, uh, Chester Springs Creamery. They have, like, a farm and everything, and they have cows, and, you know, I guess maybe these were, those ones are milk cows, so they're a little bit smaller, but the, these other ones must have been beef cows. Oh my god, they were some beefy, 
swine. I mean, lordy. Um, and speaking of some beefy animals, they had these pigs. I think it was about four, three or four pigs that were about 800 pounds each, maybe even bigger. I about from like standing straight up, like if I was standing next to it, it was about at my hip. It was like it was like being able to pet a Great Dane. You know, the Great Dane you can pet without even bending over. This pig, I could just pet it without even bending over. And they were mouthy too. Um, and like I said, there was the ducks, the, I guess I'm not even talking about the ones I'm like, I'm just telling you all the animals that were there at this point. Um, so like I said, there were the ducks. They were nice. The geese were pretty cool too. They just, they just rolled around like a crew, honestly. They were walking around you know, not bothering anyone, but, you know, don't bother them either. There was Taz. He was cool. Uh, they had a bunch of llamas. Now, there was only, oh, I remember a story about the llamas now, too. So, there was a bunch of these llamas. Or were they alpacas? No, they were llamas. So, the llamas were interesting. Now, if anyone's also been around a llama, they're not the most friendly. They, they like to spit. They don't like to be around people that much there was only one that would let me come up and like pet it um and oh my god i'm just thinking so many things are coming back to me right now this this is going to be longer than i thought but it just so much happened at this place um and then they had a miniature horse so a miniature horse is different from a pony a pony is like the miniature horses are the little tiny ones that you see like like, if you ever watched Jackass, you'd probably see Wee Man on a on a miniature horse. And a pony, the pony is the one that you put, like, five-year-olds on at, like, the, the state fair or something that they walk around on. They're not quite as big as a horse, but they're just, they're somewhere in between all that. Um, so they had just gotten this new pony. Her name was Ina. She had been rescued, and she didn't really like people. Um, and throughout the summer, I kind of just made it my goal to, like, you know, get her used to being around people. I didn't, I, it wasn't like no one told me to do it. I was like, I'm just going to get this horse to like me and kind of get used to people. And, you know, it came in handy one time when the horses actually got out or Ina got out and got into the other horse's pen and Dante and Lorelai are chasing Ina around and the donkey's just sitting there like, eh, I don't even know what's going on right now. So, and I was the only one that was able to actually like corral her and get her so we could, you know, put her uh, back in her spot. Anyway, um, oh, and then there was the rabbits and the turtles. So, um, trying to think what I want to start with next. So, a lot of animals got out while we were there. And most of the time, not really because of us. Like, they were in the middle of trans when the ina got out into the other they were in the middle of rotating you know the fields and stuff like that and something else went wrong and you know all hell broke loose at that point uh we had another time where the the artsy lady i don't know why she had not been really doing much with the animals the whole time she didn't like not like being around the animals it just wasn't what she did for some reason she went into where the pigs were or something and wasn't paying attention or I can't exactly remember, but she just let the pigs out. It's it, and the pigs ran her over. They busted the gate, and she fell over, and you just got I think only three got out. So you just had three eight hundred pound pound pigs that were just 
out roaming around and it's like yeah how are we gonna get these pigs back so we basically had to like herd them in there and she's like come here piggy 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 let's go come on and i'm like no the, this thing is not gonna listen to you this thing would eat you if it like wanted to so you know i don't even remember exactly how we got them back in but that was a whole situation where she, i'm looking at her and i'm like lady you you don't know what you're doing you need to not be out here um also, in that time we were there, the, this guy had uh, um, some Amish people come to build him like a stable for the horses. And they built it before we were even out of there. They didn't even, they weren't even there when we started. They came like two weeks after we got there and were done before we were even finished, which was incredible. Um, so some, some of the interesting, more interesting animals... Like I said, Dante the horse, he definitely had a, and Lorelai, they definitely had a bit of a personality. You know, they were, they were very cool. They were very, they liked people. Um, the one llama now, let's, I'm going to save the llama story because I think it's better. So I'm going to talk about this week where I had to take care of the turtles. Um, now, mind you, this was. This was a year before I went to college, I think. I think it was something like that. So, <laughs> so I was in charge of the turtles that week. So my job was to go grab all the well, tortoises, not turtles. I was My job was to go grab all the tortoises, bring them out to these little kiddie pools that we had so they could soak they need to soak to you know it helps them shed kind of the turtle tortoises shells kind of shed it's hard to explain but you know not just be dry you know they, they have to soak every day it also helped them go to the bathroom a lot of them like poop while they're doing it i don't know why but whatever so and this is when i had to go into the cage and have someone watch me when i had that goddamn rooster um, so the one day I let them all out and me and the guy who I've been mentioning, um, he, him and I walked down to like the river and we're, I don't remember what we were doing there. Um, and we're just talking and I was just kind of like asking him, he was older and he'd been in college and I was just kind of asking him like, Hey, like what, what advice do you have for like me going into, co Oh wait, no. Not college. I was going into high school. I was going into high school. That's right. Even he was in high school. Okay. Okay. So he, I was asking him advice about high school, you know, what I should expect. We weren't going to the same one, but just, just generally what I should expect from high school and stuff like that. We ended up talking for a long time and <clears throat> I had had the turtle soaking and uh, I had forgotten. So this they had walkie-talkies. We didn't have them. They, all the people that actually worked there had walkie-talkies. And um, all we hear down there is, um, where's RJ? What are you guys doing? And we both look at each other. We're like, oh, shit, the tortoises. And sure enough, over the radio we hear, uh, all the tortoises are gone. And this is the guy who runs it all. And he was not happy. He was not happy to say the least. Now, I can understand 
that that was my job. It was my responsibility. To, you know, you're supposed to sit there and watch them. A lot of them would try and climb out, so you have to pull them back. And um, so I, I get it, but they're tortoises. They are notoriously known for being slow moving. So we were down there for maybe half hour, forty five minutes. They couldn't have gone that far, and we found them pretty quickly. So. Like I said, I understood why he was mad in that moment. Like, you know, this guy did care about these animals, but it's like, dude, we found these tortoises in no time. They are tortoises. You ever hear of the, you know, tortoise and the hare? You know, it's slow. It's not going that far. So we get back up, and this guy just starts reaming me out. Like, I'm just a, I'm the kid that's just going into high school, and he's ripping me a new one about these turtles. He's like, you're lucky I don't. You're lucky I even let you come back here, this and that, and I'm I'm never letting this program run here ever again, which I don't think they did. Because <laughs> a lot of shit happened this summer. Um, and, you know, at, at the time, I was, like, scared. It was my first, like, job job I'd had. And I'm like, am I going to get, like, fired, basically? Um, long story short, I didn't. I didn't get fired. He was very pissed. Uh, but as a punishment, I had to go around in where the horses and uh, cows were with a shovel and just spread poop, basically. He said, go around, find the cow pies, and just spread them out with this the shovel to fertilize the ground or whatever. It, it would have just happened anyway with the rain, but... I. I guess that was the best punishment he could think of. So, I did that. That was, it ended up being all right. It was a little bit of a reaction. But, yeah, I managed to lose a bunch of tortoises. Um, and so, as I mentioned earlier, we've got uh, we, the, the, the turkey had died within the first week. And as I mentioned in the last show, uh... The roosters, like three or four roosters, just died. So we've, we've got about, I think it was four roosters. So let's say at this point, our body counts five. We, we have not killed animals, but while we have been there, five animals have died. And uh, it that was not the final number. So these llamas... Someone came one day, and we had to shear them. And it was, like, literally right as we got there. Um, they had, like, these big rubber boots that we put on and stuff normally for throughout the day. And I had no time. And, and since we got the boots, I just came in, like, slides of socks. And... They didn't give me time to get boots, so they just called me over. They said, RJ, come over here and help us hold the llama. So I'm holding the llama while this person's shearing it. Now, the first two were all right. They weren't too crazy. They would make noises. They're like, not doing too much. Now, this last one was a bastard. I'm still there, just toes out, covered by a sock but toes exposed. And this last one, I'm holding it down as much as I can. And it's just, uh, uh, 
Spitting and moaning and yelling and trying to jump. And I'm just like, oh no, we gotta hold down the llama. Like, hold down the llama. First thing in the morning, get get the juices flowing. Get the llama held down and shear it. Uh, and while this thing is jumping, I learned that a hoof can be pretty goddamn sharp. So, as you can guess, as this thing's trying to jump and stuff, it just slices right through my sock. Right through my sock, right through a couple of my toes, and I'm leaking. And, but nope, we still gotta finish getting this llama done. So, we eventually do it, and get, get it finished, and I'm just... My... my white sock is now red and yeah that was that was an interesting situation to say the least um but they didn't care the llama got sheared um and you know uh, it's, it was just so so bizarre the more i think about it now like what where was I? What was I doing there? It was the most unbelievable job I've ever had in my life. And I've got some interesting things happen that some of the jobs I've worked at. Um, so the last story I want to tell from this place that I think I can remember. It's, it's much shorter. But... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> This is where our last body comes to play. So there was this one llama, and it was the one that was being a bitch. Uh, no, actually it wasn't. It was the one that was being good, but we were sharing it. Just sat there and didn't care. Um, I go out to where the llamas are at this point, and it's, it's facing the opposite way from me. So I'm looking at its back, and I'm like, what is that? What is hanging from the llama's ass? Like, there's just this thing dangling from its ass. I'm like, did it not, like... like and, and it was... It was red, and I'm like, what's going on? Is this thing having trouble shitting? Is it constipated? It's just like... Um, so I walk closer, and I'm like... Nope. Nope, that is the llama's asshole. The llama had a prolapsed anus. It was a, at least a foot out of its ass. It was just this red, dangly thing. It, it would dangle and walk around as it went. I, and I was like, well, there's something wrong with this. And I went and told them. I was like, hey, uh, this llama over here, it's, uh, it's got a prolapsed butthole. So do you guys want to do anything about that or anything? Like uh, that or something? They're like, oh, no, that's fine. That's, you know, that's happened. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how normal a an inside-out butthole is. I, I don't know about you guys, but I can't say I've run into one myself. And if if I were to see one, I would assume that's an issue. You know, that's your insides on the outside. You don't want that. That's not good. Um, and sure enough, it died like the next week. <laughs>
my god, I'm sorry if that blew out the, the, the audio at all, but it's just, it's, oh my god, I, I walked out to the barn, I don't, it might not have even been the next week, it was probably the next day, and the thing's just lying in the hay, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't normally one of the ones that would let me pet it, and I walk up to it, and I'm like... <laughs> final kill count for the year we had six animals die on us and uh yeah i just uh, like you know shit there was something wrong with the llama its ass was hanging about a foot out of its ass and they were just like yeah whatever oh my god oh so needless to say, it was a pretty interesting time. And what's even worse is when I went up, not maybe not worse, but I went up to them after. I like I was the one that found this body, just this llama laying there. And I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure this llama's dead. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you can come look, but pretty sure this llama's dead. And they come and they're like, oh, man. Like, I wonder what happened. And this one, they actually, you know, took care of the body, thank God. They didn't just leave it there for all its llama's friends to just watch it like poor Taz. God, I feel for that guy. I wonder how Taz is doing. But the, the fact that they were like, huh, I wonder what happened. Its asshole was hanging out of its body. You dumb idiots. So, yeah, that was my summer at uh, probably my, my first real job other than mowing lawns. And, uh, boy, was it quite the experience. I'll tell you what. I, I will never forget that. It just some of the most ridiculous things happened there. And I'm sure I'm forgetting there's, there, there's some interactions between, like, uh, the girls and and the kid that was deaf, he he would he he would make some lewd comments and rap and be like, "Well, my chocolate, what's up?" You know, just stuff. Ugh. But uh, yeah, I I hope everyone enjoyed that. I I kind of enjoyed going down that little memory lane there. Uh, God, I forgot how funny it was that the, that there was a llama with a prolapsed butthole. Oh my God. So, any of you out there who, you know, might run into an animal, you know, and you, you see something hanging out of its ass, I, I'd maybe, you know, go to an emergency veterinary clinic or something, or get someone out there right away. <laughs> anyway, uh, like I said, I hope you enjoyed it going down this memory lane with me. I really had a fun time. Uh. 
and I'll see you next time. Peace. Outro music. Outro music.